Hello and welcome to Rise and Shine with Wakiria. I'm your host, Wakiria Whitlock, and today I have a very special guest with me. His name is David Montalvo. He is founder of one of the first YouTube sitcoms in Chicago called Take One, Pass It Back, which has been running for eight years and just finished their season finale two weeks ago. He also has a podcast called The Outlet to Reality, where they speak about mental health, toxic relationships, and faith. He is actually the first Guatemalan, Mexican, Latino Jew with a podcast in history, which gives a voice to Jews of color that aren't typically represented in media. So welcome. It's great to have you here today. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) So this is my third episode. And like always, we're just going to begin by taking some deep breaths, practicing creating peace for ourselves in the morning. So if you'll come to me wherever you're at, relax your shoulders, relax the space between your eyebrows, and take a deep inhale through your nose and gently release through your nose. Let's practice doing this on a count to four. So inhale, three, four, Hold, two, three, four, and exhale, two, three, four. Practice this at your own rhythm for two more breaths. when you're ready just give yourself a nice applaud for taking a moment to give yourself some rest to be still to focus on your breathing and I will be reading one of my poems oh, I love that I, I, love, I, I can't wait to hear it I love your voice oh. by the way you, you got that voice girl you know <laughs> oh thank you which which poem do you have any recommendations uh, i actually you have a copy of my book which is so exciting that's true that's true my, my favorite one when it's different when i hear your voice do it so i like the totally. one that you sang in my podcast i'm just trying to remember the the song from my head but you have that fo- i remember bang bang that's why i do remember because oh, <laughs> it's so, cool, it's so catchy is it? <laughs> That one is okay. I will read this that one after I read this one. This one, I don't think you heard. It's called the sea. So it'll give you a new kind of perspective on it, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is page ninety-eight. The sea. My feet in the sand. I welcome constant crashing. Oh, the thrashing of the sea. I hear the noise and feel the water gets flat tide. 
no one by my side with the sea. And every second it goes away, away from me, away from me, the sea. And every second I see the sea, it comes to me, it comes to me, the sea. It drowns the time like it drowns the sand. I need no plan. I need no land with the sea. A beautiful mind, I'd like a beautiful thing to be with me and play with me in the sea. The moment is now and the sky is clear. I hold no fear. My conscience clear with the sea. I like that one. That's it. Oh, thank you. I had like a little chills because it's like it, it got me so calm. Like like I already meditated, but now that I, you you were singing, I'm like in a different space right now. Like I don't want to come back. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you so much. Like I hope that that's what this gives people. You know, there's like that feeling of. And then we're going to mix it up and do bang. This one is actually my favorite and my publishing house's favorite. Okay. They see me rolling down the street. Bang, bang, bang. My bike's backfiring. <laughs> Just to give you a sense of my personality, I guess. But, um... Yeah, so good morning, everybody, and welcome, David. So we are going to have you now speak about whatever comes to your mind in life when you think of love, like whether it's what you love to do or maybe it's loving someone else or self-love, um, whatever comes to your mind, really. So the floor is yours. Oh, that's a big word. You know, love is powerful. That's what I heard. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um <laughs> I feel like for me, like um I've been single for three years and I feel like I'm very happy, you know. The way I look at it is that I'm preparing my ways for my future wife. So I'm cooking oh. a lot so that when she's when she comes, I don't know where she at. I don't know if she got the flu, but I don't know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm going to make her like a really nice dinner and I'm going to surprise her. And I feel like, you know, me learning how to love myself and see where I can grow. And um, it, it's good because it's preparing, like I said, preparing me for yeah. her. And I know she's doing the same. Um, I heard a quick story where one of my good friends, he was same thing. He moved to Vegas and he was single for three years and he said he he met his wife and the woman that came to his life within like 
he said in six months they got married. He's like, there's something about her that I, I really liked. And it wasn't more, it was okay. I know some people say the physical, but he said it was deeper. She was smart. She was very, uh, you know, outgoing. She had a lot of passion. She was a teacher. And they, now I think they're together for like six years. They have kids. And I look at that marriage. It's so cute. Like, it's very inspiring. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, I guess I got hope. You <laughs> see? Totally. Totally. And I have to say that I think what you're doing is super smart and super healthy, right? Because how you love yourself really affects all of your relationships. Um, and you can't really give a different type of love than that because that's all you really know. You can try, right? But really focusing on how you love yourself will translate into how you're able to be as a, a partner. Have you noticed anything? So I was actually single for three years as well. Um, not anymore, but um, I learned so much about myself in that time and it was incredible, you know? incredible in the sense that I didn't realize that I had so much to learn about myself <laughs> because you know I think that we're always learning about ourselves I'm sure the older that I get the more that I'll realize like oh actually um I didn't realize it was possible for me to dislike this or like this or you know I didn't know I was holding on to that fear or that perception have you had anything like that I also, you know, one thing I realized too about myself, right? Um, I found out that like, wow, there's a lot of things. Like my favorite part of my body, I'm gonna be honest, is my face, my um, my legs, my stomach. Not so much. Um, I used to drink a lot, like um, just because you know I'm in that youth and people invite me over. <laughs> When you're single, this is interesting. When I go out to the club or anywhere, even a bar, for some reason, girls always buy me shots. And it's so hard <laughs> to say no. And I was like, so what I did was I, I made a rule that I'm not going to drink till my birthday. It's been two months. I, I haven't drank. And you're not going to believe it, but in three weeks, I lost uh, 14 pounds. Wow. Yeah, just just not drinking. So I do feel like you learn in life um, what's better for you. Um, and at first, you know, I like drinking. I'm not going to lie. It's not bad. Maybe a glass of wine before you go to bed. You know, it just. You know? <laughs> hey, to each their own, right? Everything in moderation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, for real. And, and I think this was a big wake up call, like just to, um, you know, I look at it like I I have one of my closest uh, family members who's struggling with uh, being alcoholic. They just became alcoholic recently in their 60s. And um, I feel like me not drinking is I'm fighting the I'm basically helping her at the same time with this battle. So she's not alone. And so yeah. that's been my mental like what. I could do and and honestly i feel like like going back to your question um you know you do realize things that you're like man i 
I can't believe I did that. Like, it gives you like a very big awakening on what you got to do next time. Uh, I do feel like, you know, breaking old habits. There's a, there's a saying that I heard from Terry Crews. He says, your habits forms who you are. So if you change them, right, if you if you start making new habits that are positive that will bring, um, I guess, a positive light to the world, I think that's a beautiful part. You know, not drinking has definitely changed my perspective of life. Even my friends, they, um, like, I eat salad, right? I, I started to eat salad for lunch, which is the hardest thing, girl. I ain't gonna lie. I, I don't like salad. I think... <laughs> I think when I back in my old life, I used to be a goat and, and only eat grass. So I think I came back to life and I just don't like salad. It brings me. You're like, I'm not going to have salad ever again. I used to be a goat. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. <laughs> For real. And so I'm eating, I'm eating my salad and I work with almost all guys. Right. And yeah. they see that I'm doing that, how I've been so consistent that now they're eating salad, they're packing salad for lunch because they're like, man, David, David's really changing. <laughs> Don't underestimate like the power that of influence that you can have on the people around you, right? Yeah. It's like super interesting that like we're talking about love and alcoholism has come into it, the conversation as well. Um, and also habits, right? I think all of those things are super related. Um, it's really ironic, I think, that we bring up alcoholism because I have some people very close to me who have those kind of direct struggles, right? And it does seem like it comes from this place of like, not having any like self care or self love, having a lot of blame, you know, and it's it's sad. And you're like, how do those things start, right? Because any it could happen to any one of us. We could develop poor habits, which end up leading you to those roads. And where do you go? when you face like problems or adversity like if if it's alcohol then that's a bit of a slippery slope I think you know I, I can't say for certain but I think that in those moments that are trying like you're being given an opportunity to look deeper into yourself with love and be like okay I'm going to figure out what's going on in, inside of me first instead of you know, letting this part of myself, which I'm not accepting or not letting come up to light, grow into this like uncontrollable monster that just like, you know what I mean? <laughs> that just really needs some, some light. That's all. To be like, okay, you know, you're feeling like this because you need to accept this about yourself and if you want to change that you can but you got to realize that you have that power too right yeah. I don't know that's like a tangent probably I don't know if anything that I said resonated with you but it's definitely something that I've been observing and reflecting on so no that's good that's good I, I think that 
I just finished watching the show Euphoria. Have you seen it? No, I've heard all about it though. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Um, I feel like if you pay attention to one of the actors, he's not the main one, but he's like the sponsor of I forgot her name, the main character, uh, Zendaya. And he's an old guy who also basically overcame addiction. Uh, I think it was heroin. And he's basically helping her kind of like get back on her feet. And I love that moment of this scene. I think that's my only favorite episode or any time he's back. Because for me, when growing up, I had that one person that well, I had like three, but they were like, they overcame a big, whether it was addiction or something that was big, and they came to me and shared their experience. Like, uh, one, one thing I could share with you. So when I was in high school, you know, um, remember how I told you I, I used to have a lot of anger, right? So yeah. my mom didn't know what to do. She was struggling. She's like, I don't know how I can help David. And I needed to, she found a social worker, but there was one paper that, um, she needed to get filled out, which was my dad's signature, and I didn't get it. So she was kind of like screwed because like she knows David needs help. Like he, he's even asking for help. That's a big deal. My son is asking that he needs help. Um, so my mom, I remember she invited this guy that came to my house, really tall, six three guy, really built, and and I opened the door, and he goes, oh hey, um, you know I'm your mom's friend. He, she told me to come. Okay, cool. And I didn't know who it was. I'm thinking it's another friend. So I was like, yeah, come in. He's sitting down and my mom is like, David, I want you to meet this guy. Uh, his name is Alex. So I'm with Alex and I'm talking to him. I had no idea, girl. But this guy was, uh, he was actually a teacher. He was, uh, they call it uh, Iman, which is uh, for in Islam, you're, you're a teacher. And I didn't know that he was Hispanic. So I'm like, I never met a Hispanic that was Muslim, right? So I was like, man, this is crazy. And so he noticed how I was kind of answering to my mom. I was getting like a little upset or something small, right? And he goes, he kind of just listens. And then he says something to me that till this day I never forgot. He said, you know, do you have a, do you ever read the book that you get when you buy a cell phone? I'm like, nah, man, I throw it away. Like there's no point. He said, well, if you actually read the book, it actually teaches you how to fix your phone when it breaks without going to the store. It'll tell you what to press, what to hold. <laughs> and so it's it's actually important. You should keep it <laughs> next time you get a phone. I was like, man, I'm good. I'm, it's okay. And he said that, um, well, the, the reason why it's called manual, it's because it's an instruction to fix the phone, right? Well, right now, what I see is that you don't have structure in your life. He said, you need to find something, whether it's the Bible, it's the Torah, whatever it is, right? Something that you can give you uh, basically an awareness, where do you have to grow, where you have to be, you know? And I feel like you're missing that. He went to jail and he said that from being in jail, his mom was the only one to visit him, not even his family, every day in jail. And he said that he he tells his mom all the time, Mom, if I would have listened to you to not go to the party, I would not be in this situation. And 
he loves his mom so much and i i kind of broke down i said wow that story is i'll never forget that and he wow. said that's why you have to love your mom you have to cherish her you never know when it's her last day and um yeah and see like stuff like that it really opens your eyes and makes you be more grateful of the things yeah. around you there's this quote by buddha that goes the trouble is you think you have time right like you d you really don't know how much time you have that's why you love the best you can you go straight after the dreams that you have like you try to forgive as often as possible because you just don't know how much you don't have all that time to forgive you don't have all that time like time is a va the most valuable resource really because it's finite and you don't really know how much you have of it but yeah thank you for sharing that and yeah I'm glad that you know you had a mentor which is amazing and he brought you to that realization and it seems like you and your mom are a lot closer. Yeah, she's so sweet. You know, it's funny. We we have the same personality. Like she's <laughs> she's a great storyteller. She's very animated, and she's she knows how to like she does stand up without her knowing, and <laughs> I feel like she's definitely like one of my best friends. Like I, I'm gonna be honest with you, just somebody that. Like, I'll call her today. Like, yesterday, I called her, right? I was like, hey, mom, you're going to be proud of me. But I ain't, I ain't drink yesterday. Because she hates it when Aww. she sees me drink. She's like, I don't want you to grow up and be, like, this old beer belly dude. And, like, you can't tie your shoes no more. <laughs> She's like, I need you to stay healthy. So I, I tell her. And even every time I work out, I kind of think about her. Because she's like, you know, David, our family are really big. I can't have you get big too because it's genetic. That's what you tell me. <laughs> she's like, oh. So she's like, I need you to stay healthy, okay? And so, yeah. I when I work out, like I'll run for like two or three hours, and I'll come back, and I'm, you know, heading home. I'll call her. I say, Hey, mom. Uh, guess what? She's like, What? I ran today. She's like, Oh wow, I'm so happy. You're you're getting better. That's what she'll tell me. <laughs> and, yeah. But um. I do remember one time she did tease me when I went home uh, recently. I went home like I think three months ago or no, uh, last month. She goes, wow, you got real fat. And, she, <laughs> and I said, I said, mom, don't worry. It's the shirt. It's because I, I, I shrunk it. So, I, you know, sometimes when you wash it too much, it, it shrinks. So it, it got an extra small now. So <laughs> so I, I turn the negative when, when she, sometimes it happens, you know, with parents. So I change it and make it like a comedy. That reminded me of something that I think is great for anyone to try to do. I saw this thing on TikTok and this lady was like, I was having photos taken of herself when she's with like her son um you know that was where the focus was but she would only have one photo taken and no matter what she was going to point out one thing that she liked about the photo even if it was just as simple as she liked the color of her jeans that day and I just love that it's I think that maybe if you have that kind of um negative reaction which I also have to do then I'm like you have to start it break it down and be like okay this is 
what I like and that's good and we're gonna move forward with that right um, yeah so interesting the depths of the human mind but we're gonna segue into our next section which is fun it's about birds Here's our little topic. It's actually about singing. Did you know that birds have different dialects? I did not Songbirds. Yeah, so there's true songbirds, which they actually share their um, oratory, I don't know, function. <laughs> it's like a learned thing. So... Back in the, the 60s, they did a study and they took baby birds and then they isolated them to see if they would be able to sing. And some birds, when they came of age, they would be able to sing a perfect song, even though they hadn't heard anything. But true songbirds, the babies wouldn't be able to sing. They would just end up doing some mumbled um chat for their entire life and so it's super interesting because birds like sometimes when they're learning songs they learn them incorrectly and that's kind of what creates a dialect and then they pass that down to their youth and their youth and so on so then you can have birds that'll come from different places and have to learn the dialect a little bit which is fascinating right yeah that's beautiful i've never heard I that. Know. that you sound like the like the what's it called like this the famous scientist you know like i i, I did not know about that girl i'm like that she's smart she's like, <laughs> can, can i share something i love random facts right can i show you another fact about birds absolutely so we have this so for, for those who don't know um your fans too um so there's a thing that for jewish people we can't and can't eat what is culture what is not there's actually one bird that we actually cannot eat which is i forgot the name in english but i know in hebrew it's called the chesida bird which um comes from the hebrew word chesed meaning kindness is a bird that does kindness and what's really fascinating about this bird is that um, this bird feeds its own kind. Like it's one of those few birds that actually help its own kind, but doesn't help out other birds. Now, the biggest question that many rabbis have is why is it not kosher if it helps its kind, right? So what is interesting is because it only feeds its own kind, uh, it doesn't make a culture because we didn't come to this world to only help our own people. We came here to help others. And there's a saying that we believe is what you eat is who you become. So mm. I, I thought about that because you, you brought up birds. And that's one of my favorite things I've learned. And I wanted to share with you. It's, it's amazing. Thank you. And, and I yeah, like, no, that's beautiful. Right? Understand a little bit more about what makes something kosher or not is very interesting too oh, so yeah. thank you for that yeah of course I, I gave you a little you know you gave me some fun fact i was like let me let me throw a little bit to <laughs> well let's go into our final section which is gratitude and if you'd like to go first you can if you have anything that's on your heart this morning go ahead yeah i want to share a prayer i think i want to share a prayer. Oh, please please do so um 
in the Jewish faith, when we wake up, we we read our book, which is called the Siddur. Um, it's uh it's a prayer book, but you're gonna love the words it says. It says when we wake up, we're supposed to do it in eight seconds, but <laughs> I try. Uh, it's so I'm gonna say in Hebrew and then I'll translate. But if you pay attention to each word, they're so powerful. So watch this. It's Modeani lefanecha melechai bekayam shechezarta. I gratefully thank you, all living eternal King, for you return my soul within compassion, and abundance is your faithfulness. Aw, that is so beautiful. Right? So there's a secret. Yeah. There's a secret that we believe. There's a little uh, small story that we, we heard that I don't know if it's true or not, but they said that there was a room of doctors, right? And they said that before you get up, right? You're supposed to like either meditate or something, but it's supposed to take like eight seconds. That's their secret thing, eight seconds. And then you stretch, right? Do your thing. But they said it's really good for your body. So this prayer is actually only eight seconds. So I thought it was so cool that when I heard that story that a bunch of doctors said, you got you to gotta just concentrate in just eight seconds. You could be breathing, but you got to do it for eight seconds. <laughs> so they're saying... And then you do your stretching. So I, I, I thought of to share that, but it's very powerful. You like the word abundance. You heard that, right? Mm -hmm. I gratefully thank you. These words are so powerful in the morning because, mm -hmm. you know, you start um, having gratitude, you know? Yeah. One thing that I actually took from that is you don't actually need much time to transform how your brain is thinking. Think about how long we took to breathe. Think about how long that prayer was. Um, for those people who are just like starting out, um, intimidated perhaps, don't think too much into it. Just give yourself eight seconds, one minute, five minutes, you know, and... It will make a difference in how you feel. Um, I'm super grateful to have you here today and sharing your super unique perspective. I really love that prayer too. And thank you to everybody who's listening. Um, do I'll also do a little prayer. Dear God, I pray that you bring hope, safety, strength, and light to the people of Ukraine. I pray that our leaders have the strength and courage to denounce the actions of Russia and support the lives of the innocent. I pray that you teach the leaders and fighters of Russia compassion, sensitivity, and kindness as you teach them to value another's life like their own. I pray for speedy results and for people to direct their focus to faith, hope, and love. Thank you. We really appreciate peace. Amen. I love you, God. So, yeah, thank you, everybody who's listening. I hope that you take some time to think about things that you're grateful for. And I will be with you next week. Thanks for a great show. And any last words, David? Uh, yeah, guys. Uh, well, thank you, my friend, for having me on. It was amazing. You're a great host. I, I loved it. Proud of you for being consistent and keep it up. Um, and if guys you want to follow me, I'm on um, Instagram, Spotify, uh, YouTube, the outlet to reality. My TikTok is at Yakov28, and my Snapchat is take one pass it. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs>
and I'll, I'll include links to all of those in the description of this. So thank you guys. Go follow David and subscribe. <laughs> thank you. Have a nice day.